Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm changing my shirt for a grilled cheese. You have to be very, very patient with. I feel like she's going to try and like keep distance and keep far away from me and get me frustrated until yeah. a point I'll make a mistake and she can try and kick me in the head, but it's not going to go like that. Big upset here. So I was thinking last night, right, um, that given the choice, if you could have any illicit drugs or alcohol in any quantities without consequence, be it legal, financial, um, withdrawals, addictions, none of that, for the rest of your life, but cookies and milk don't exist or you can have cookies and milk for the rest of your life and illicit drugs don't exist I'd probably take cookies and milk mm. you reckon? well I'd take illicit drugs it wouldn't be a choice yeah, yeah straight so, up but the, but then if you take that there is no cookies and milk in the world yeah what the fuck would I want to eat? <laughs> cookies and milk is just awesome it is the most amazing thing ever I've, yeah. I've grown to like it even more since I've hit uh, over 30 but if you've got an unlimited supply of, supply of illicit drugs you ain't eating shit <laughs> you're exactly you're getting getting shit. that's my point you're missing out on milk and cookies when I was in Queenstown they've got a milk and cookie bar like, as in brilliant Done. You, you go in there they've got walls full of cookies different style of cookies and actually uh, milk on tap like uh, they pour you milk you've got full cream half cream like no a fucking, fat, whatever. like a cow <laughs> no, not well. It's a New cow is essentially maybe. milk on tap. Well, yeah, but it's fucking filthy. But this is chilled, so maybe that, maybe the cow's, cow's just not, maybe the cow's just stuck in the freezer. Well, I don't know. Maybe the cow's got some of that illicit drugs that are on free, <laughs> so the cow can still have the illicit drugs. Fucking peptides. <laughs> the cow's been getting stuck in the peptides. It's got thirty six udders. It doesn't need to be fancy cookies either. Just the the store brand just ones. Nana's cookies. Nana's, okay, that's that's fairly hardcore. Nana's cookies are, are they're are a the drug shit. unto themselves, really. Exactly. They are. They're addictive as fuck. Um, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Um, but it might just show that I am, you know, a little bit too much of a teetotaler these days. But milk and cookies are fucking awesome. I don't well, care it's how all about balance, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to have balance. I want to have just milk and cookies. <laughs> Would I try heroin if there was no chance of dying from it? Yeah. No, still probably not. Well, when I'm 80, I'm getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> that would, I'd love to see if you got caught doing that. Just the cops pull you up. What the fuck are you doing? Trying to buy heroin, boss. Yeah. What the fuck for? I'm 80 years old. <laughs> I'm not going to live much longer, champ. Figured I'd try it before I go out. Well, that's it. I, I actually don't mind. I'm kind of looking forward to going a bit senile, you know, be able to shit your pants. Just enjoy it. Yeah, I've already told everyone, if I go a bit crazy, have fun with it. Like, I'd rather people enjoy me being around the family and making fun of me than just going, oh, here's old Brendan again, the fucking forgetful cunt. Yeah, I think they're going to call you grandpa or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I ain't living to 80 anyway, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Um... So, I don't know, it's been a pretty quiet week in the world of AFL again. Um, one positive, I will say, is that the wider investigation, or sorry, the trial, whatever, um, appeal started today. Nothing coming out. Closed court. I'm like, thank fuck. Beautiful. And it's been largely ignored. Well, there's been a couple of things, but nothing sensationalism. Was that um, today, sorry? Started today again. Oh, that's all right. We've that, had lots of distractions in the media, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, it's been good that... Uh, 
they reckon they'll have an answer by Christmas um, and shit will be over. <laughs> I, I know we've got a few uh, tech heads out listening to this. Um, there's an app you can get uh, a plug-in for Google that uh, it deletes all the Kardashian references. Yes. Like you can browse through. If anyone could do the same thing for Wada Essendon supplement scandal, <laughs> that'd be fucking fantastic. Because, well, I'll be honest, I stuck with it for longer than most, I think, saying, you know, the players need to be looked after and whatnot, but now that work cho- uh, work cover's got involved, they can handle the players. And honestly, the Wada Essendon shit, I've, I've tuned out. I don't give a fuck. I think it's gone beyond ridiculous on both sides. Yeah, I've um, run out of jokes as well, so that's why I'm over it. They've all been done. Anyway, so what else has been going on in AFL? Um... In, in the last seven days wow. um, I th- tell you there was one thing there was big news out of Melbourne oh, um, that's right that uh, uh, Petraka has uh, decided to change numbers yeah now uh, he was number three and he's decided to go to number five in honour of uh, he's a big basketball fan yeah in honour of Chris Paul who wears number three yeah What's what's the story there? I don't know, but I noticed that he's also changed his profile picture to red, yellow, and black in support of France. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something he could do. Yeah, that's it. Well, he's trying to get the centre half point guard role or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, there was uh, heaps of uh, comments around it, like uh, you know, the only reason I love the Bulls in the nineties was because of Larry Bird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I did see that. Um, I still haven't seen a response as to why, though. No, I, I find a legitimate answer. I thought, you know, out of respect, I don't want to be the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, but does anybody really give a shit? You have junior, uh, sorry, uh, younger AFL players yeah. often get the the high numbers. And yeah, they trade down. You know, give me a, yeah, give me one of those single digits. Um, he's already had number three. Yeah, so what's it? It just doesn't make sense. Well, Gary Lyon must be stirring in his grave. He got, did he get traded. <laughs> he got traded to Melbourne, didn't he? No, he drafted. Dra- drafted. Drafted. Well, as a young kid, you'd probably have to think, I'm not keen on rebuilding shit. I want to go into a good team and get some uh, experience, maybe with a few flags. And I've actually noticed, did a bit of research, surprisingly enough. Bullshit. I, I, yeah. I'm calling bluff. And I've seen that the last, I think it was the last five players to leave Melbourne and win a premiership either change numbers after their first year or they have a single-digit number. So he's probably looking for a way out to win a flag. He's, he's tipped his he's, he's got a single digit number to a single digit number yeah but the fact is he changed with you know, his first year so change. he's covered both bases well, yeah. and also just makes my theory fit maybe he's just Fair merchandising enough. what everyone bought the number three <laughs> yeah, yeah Christian Petraka no no he, he's um, he's got <laughs> he's got Twitter accounts you know how they have like um, at C Petraka 03 or whatever as right. the Twitter handle maybe he's just he wasn't able to get that so he's had to change it could be. I don't know how many CP Tracker 03s were out there. But he's at, at CP 03, and it turns out that Chris Paul had that already, and he's like, well, fuck it, I'll just change my number. Yeah, maybe it was in spite of Chris Paul um, rather than um, in, to honour him, and uh, the reporter has just fucked it up. Maybe he's being super sarky, just like, oh, yeah, I fucking love him. Fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, maybe this is the way it's been trolled. Well, maybe it is just because he wanted the nickname CP3, and he's like, oh, he's already got that. Well, well fuck him then. CP5. Yeah, CP5. And if that's the case, he should have gone to number 30, because then he'd be <laughs> CP30. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's close to something. I knew exactly where you were going with Although yeah, it's know, sexy Because I went there seven days ago, and I liked it so much, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems pretty dumb going to number five to honor number three, so I reckon it was Jesse Hogan's idea. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Christian Petraka, 
Off the track. Off the track, yeah. Off the track. I think maybe... Track, yeah. when, when did they make this, this decision? Was oh, it? during the week. So he must be over in Vegas, high as a motherfucker. <laughs> he's seen a game and he's going, fuck it, Chris Ball's awesome. Nah, change him to number five. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a Vegas bit, but we'll, we'll do it after the footy. All right. Okay. Um, the uh, other couple of stories that came through, the fi- end of financial year, well, the, the AFL teams run till the end of October. Uh, when okay. they close their books. Right. So you're starting to hear some of the, the numbers coming Unless out. Unless you're Melbourne Storm, you close your big books in January that year. <laughs> i got to say, they, they close in October. They start writing them um, in November. Well, you know, fair play. It's hard writing three or four books. Yeah. It's nothing like a first draft. <laughs> and I mean, you got to wait for Vizzy to release their results and see what they've got to funnel through your business, don't you? Speaking mm. of Vizzy, um, Carton come out and uh, saying that they're in, uh, they've made a loss and they're getting very close to their debt ceiling. Yep. Um, which I thought was interesting. Um, and no surprise considering what they've been doing. Yeah, I, I thought Vizzy had way better credit than that. <laughs> um, well, funny you mention that because uh, in the same statement where they've said that they're getting close to that uh, debt ceiling. Yep. And if they breach that ceiling, um, then the AFL comes in and takes over certain yep. areas. Sort of administration kind of thing. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> which yeah. means opening the books. <laughs> like they have done already with Brisbane. Yep. Mm. So the AFL will take, a, take over part of it. Yeah. Um, in the same uh, press release, they also said we they then held a meeting with 100 of their most wealth, wealthiest supporters. Yeah, and went pretty top heavy. We're not in trouble. Is what they came <laughs> yeah. We'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, but how many of them are wealthy according to the tax man? Like, imagine that some of the guys get invited to that and the Why? tax man's at the front and going, hey, hang on. Why does that matter? You're on yeah. the... No, the tax man's at the front going, you're on the dole champ. How the fuck are you in the wealthiest bit here? And he's like, family business. <laughs> and let's be honest, probably some people from Carlton going to the tax man going, hey, Fuck are you doing, mate? <laughs> yeah, welcome down this end. I guess it like it matters, uh, Carlton. I mean, like the IRS, well, IRS, fucking hell, ATO, yeah, ATO. The ATO is out the front and go, yeah, you, you, you're on unemployment. How do you make money? He goes, I don't know. I, I clean up garbage like that paper bag. I train, I train Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I found funny was that in that same article, they've gone, all right, we need to get a hundred of our richest people to get together and give us some money because Carlton Football Club does not want to rely on philanthropy anymore. Well, that came, yeah. they said afterwards, look, you know, we don't want to rely on philanthropy. Yeah. We don't want to rely on donations. Just to prove that I could say it. That's why um, at least a uh, World Vision <laughs> meme so They've said that, you know, we want, to, want, we want to be sustainable. And, you know, it's uh, yeah. Trig there who's not... Um, he, let's just say he fits Bill. into the Carlton ethos of... Um, sort of like dodgy ship. Deals don't need to be written down yep. um, to, to, to happen. Um, you know, and uh, Kurt Tippett still thanks him for that. <laughs> um, so it, it was very weird that they said, you know, we we don't re- rely on those wealthy benefactors just after getting out of the meeting with all the wealthy benefactors. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, let a couple of days go past, mate. Yeah, let it let it go. At least let their checks cash first. Yeah, and it's like me saying, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Oh, hang on, I don't have work, do I? <laughs> Um, but uh, other results out there, um, both uh, SA clubs had a good profit as well. That was announced. Um, and the Tigers. Always. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, uh, they didn't um, have as good profit last year because of the deal with Adelaide Oval. Ah, that's right. And um, I forgot Scots don't support, uh, sponsor Port anymore. No, no, because I'll never win a premiership with... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the Adelaide clubs made a, made a, a nice little profit, so that was good for them. Yeah. Um, but the, the Tigers, um, another... Uh, what was it a million or two million doing good yeah yeah. a big seven figure profit about their fifth or sixth in a row and no debt yeah and Uh, I mean to be honest for for how much of the prime real estate that Richmond owned on that corner of Hoddle Street and Swan Street 
Like, there's no reason why they should ever be in debt. All you got to do is bang up a couple of billboards on the inside of your fence, facing yep. Hoddle Street, busy intersection in Victoria. Yeah. And you should be able to clear your debts easy. Um, and I think, you know, I don't drive past there every day, but I've seen it a few times. So there's some nice billboards up there nowadays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And all along the uh, yeah. punt road. <laughs> it's funny. You got hookers on one side, yep. and the tigers <laughs> on the other. No, they've uh, gone bust somehow. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Because the, the building is condemned. I'm assuming they're not working out there anymore for this condemned building, but probably. maybe they are. Who knows? That's all right. They'll get a job just down the road at Cricketer's Arms, yeah. probably. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they'd probably be 65 years old then. I still remember going to the Cricketer's Arms at lunch at the cricket one day, and um, some young slappers throwing around a beer jug for do a strip show, and we're like, holy <laughs> shit, all right. As soon as it starts, we're fucking out of here, man. <laughs> She's rubbish. <laughs> oh, no, I had the same thing after the footy one time, and Jesus. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, honestly, them being naked is not an incentive to go there. No, I, I try to get my money back out of the beer jug, and that was frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. But I sort of looked at the dude and said, come on. He's like, oh, yeah, all right, he's five. I can't remember the name of the pub, but there was one in uh, in Parramatta we went to once for, um, it was just uh, my girlfriend, now wife, and our roommate. Yeah. And we went there and just, you know, counter meal, whatever, after yeah. work. And I checked in with the front bar and in the back bar, they had the um, topless waitress. Oh, yeah. And we had no idea. Um, yeah. But that's also where the ATM was. Oh, no shit. So um, <laughs> I've, I've gone back and gone, oh, okay. I've gone back in, in the front bar. There's kids, there's families running around and everything. It's just such a weird yeah. vibe. But anyway, so I sent the wife. You know, I said, oh, can you go draw out some money? Just to see it going. She draws out her money and goes... <laughs> what, what? She looks up and goes, oh, she comes out the other way. It's just so funny. They, they, they weren't worried at all, you know? Yeah, well, it'd be funny if she'd come back with like 1,600 bucks. You're like, hey, <laughs> the fuck happened there? <laughs> you turn around and go again. <laughs> That's what I'd be saying. Um, and I also noticed, I think the Hawks uh, today released their, their profit, um, a bit over 3 million. Um, and I think that was seven or nine years in a row for seven-figure profits on the end of the year. And yep. that uh, didn't include um, a $2 million donation from some old bastard. Oh, I'm assuming it's from some old bastard. They said there was another $2 million donation made. This sounds uh, dodgy I'm, as fuck. Well, I'm, as, I'm assuming it's, you know, somebody's left $2 million in the will <laughs> yeah. or something like that. So, Jesus Christ, that's not a bad little windfall. It is also a great way just to fill in... Uh, Sort of balance your books, you know. Uh, sh- two million short. Shit. Uh, some old cunt gave us two million in his will. Done. Well, I mean, they do um, command a pretty big pokey. Um, yeah, that's uh, premises, true. So this is true. Maybe it was just the old man was skipping the middleman. <laughs> yeah. Some this old is- pensioners just, uh, mate. You know, let's not worry about washing <laughs> it through. Probably there. right. Or, or he actually owned the pokey venue and died. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, you can always have it. I think the, the club owns that <laughs> one. You've ruined my life with all your shit playing. So. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was another big win. They're trying to build up the new um, the new digs down at Dingley um, for them. So yeah, I don't know if anyone's been at Dingley. There's nothing there. There's a big, huge fucking rubbish tip. Yeah, yep. I used to used Thank to work you. down there. Problem is the building kept catching fire. Yeah, probably should pay his debts then, shouldn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, it's been four times. <laughs> Literally four times <laughs> they've tried honestly, to burn the place down. It's even money on five. <laughs> oh shit! Yes. I, I don't. I, if, you, if you found even money on it, I'd take it. That's way overs on that well, place burning down again. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, Dingley, you got a big rubbish tip. The only thing that's there is uh, there's a function hall which pretty much houses all the Asian weddings there. All the cambos go there, I think. Do I? Yeah, it's really popular, and that's about the only thing of value there. Big rubbish tip. Oh, it's a paintball. That's about it. 
Well, yeah, you're going to say they're going to build a couple of ovals there and house all the Hawks in from, I think, in the next five years or something. They're going yeah, to finish that up. Didn't they originally have the property at the... It would have been the down the end of the Monash near Jackson Road exit. I right, no clue. I'm pretty sure. They used to have a big billboard there saying this is going to be a new home of the Hawks or whatever it is. And they built a footy over there over the grandstand and the rest of the property got developed into housing. Well, but, if you're talking about Waverley... No, i got no idea. No, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, when Waverley got so. decommissioned and they sold it off to Metricon or whoever bloody... Oh, it could have been that then. Not Metricon. The one that start, ends with VAC... Yeah, they're all cunts, fuck them, yeah, whatever. Many, oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, and they developed it, and Hawthorne got a $1 lease or some shit. Ah, okay. That might be it then. That might be the one yeah. you're thinking of. Because I know, the thing is, obviously not growing up in Melbourne, I just forget all the suburbs. I know Glen Waverley, I know where that is, yep. but this is way back further than no. Glen Waverley. Yeah, further, further east. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Probably that one then. Waverley Park. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's had to drive past it. Mirvac. Yeah. Mirvac it was. Yeah. Cryovac. Uh, okay. No. Um... But uh, yeah, so not all that much else going on in the footy world. Yeah, no. anything else? Oh, no. sorry, there was a story today that um, Chad Wingard has uh, received a resigned. big offer. Yeah. No, not resigned. He's oh. he's received a massive uh, offer. Yeah. Um, at the moment, he's stuck in Bali oh, yeah. with the Ash Cloud. Yep. And the uh, the Bin Bintang Geckos. Okay. Said, mate. Well, if you're not going back home. We've got you sorted. You're going to stay here and play for us? I love how no one's game to come back by boat from Bali. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck it. I'm waiting for the flights. Yep. <laughs> we'll Appar- see how this plays out. Apparently his flight's been cancelled four times or something like that. So yeah. He's just uh, he's lapping it up. I mean, I'll be, I'll be telling that excuse as well. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep so- your fucking two-kilometer time trials. <laughs> I'm getting into the bintangs. <laughs> what does he need to do? He goes, mate, I'm all Australian. I don't need yeah. to come back early. Yeah. I'm safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck yourselves. Yeah, I'm going to hear on me. I'm all good. The <laughs> um, other story I saw was um, Brendan Goddard's come out and said he's still chasing flags. I think it was a typo, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is that he might not be playing for St. Kilda anymore, but he's still playing on the same team. Right. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> I would say he's still chasing flags. That's one way to announce you're looking for a, a trade offer. A little bit late. Yeah, true, true. Going to Brisbane. That's where they're all headed. A flat oh, flag. Brisbane today said that uh, <laughs> the mass uh, exodus was yeah. part of their list strategy. It was planned, yep. Yeah, I've tried that excuse a few times too. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, it, uh, I don't know how that really works once they've already flown the coop to say, yep, that's what I meant. Yeah, we're all getting the fuck out of here. No, no, we can manage this, man. Let's turn this negative into a positive. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get the spin machine onto it, and that's the best I come up with. That's Wow, and or why not? I mean, I couldn't come up with anything better than everything shit up here and nobody wants to stay here. Yeah, well, I mean, you come out with a hard line, uh, hard line saying, yep. well, if you don't want to play here, then fuck off. Adam Simpson also said his uh, his tactics was to let Hawthorne win this uh, grand final <laughs> by eight goals so they can come back next year and kick it off. It's all a part of the plan. It all is. part of mm. the plan. Mm. It is. Playing the long game. Yep, exactly right. Um, well, the other thing is um, Libertore back on the track, which is fantastic and looks like he'll be uh, returning this year. Back on track or back on the track? Well, was he the one that got done for track. positive? No, he did his thing. Oh. He, he had, he, I think he did, uh, he passed out um, once at a nightclub. Ah, uh, okay. He, so I don't th- know if he was done, but yeah. he was a little bit... <laughs> yeah, he was just in a K-hole or something. But he, he didn't put it on Snapchat or anything, so... Well, that's... <laughs> so he showed one yeah. little one little bit of uh, sensibility about that. Yeah, which I found... Also, I found funny that got out chasing flags down at Essendon and thinks they got a red-hot chance in 2016. Yeah. I'm like, shit, he's really trying to get members or something. Well, you got to. you got to yeah. try. 
Yeah. Um, international rules kicks off next week too. I think um, they announced uh, during the week that uh, Hodge was uh, captain, which yep. I mean isn't that surprising. But yeah. even I've got a little bit of disappointment that it wasn't Robert Murphy. Yeah. So I think if you get named captain of this year's All Australian team, like it would be nice to, to say this is why he's captain yeah. because mm, yeah. he's the All Australian captain. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't deny Hodge's credentials. Yeah. Um, you know. Oh yeah, he's fighting every count. Yeah. Um, which will oh, work. Clarkson's coach. Yeah, well, <laughs> Clarkson's a coach. Yep. I'm not saying that would have anything to do with it, but Clarkson's <laughs> going there and he wants to win, so he wants to have the best person as captain. So I'm pretty sure all the other ones, all the other sort of considerations went out the window with that one. He's like, Hodgy, like, I don't think there's a better captain going around, is there? Well, I think the leadership group, I don't know why you have a leadership group when they're playing two fucking games. <laughs> yeah. But the leadership group was Hodge, Mitchell, um, Rewalt, uh, Bob Murphy, and one other that I've escaped me from yep. right now. So actually, speaking of, of Rewild, I saw someone came out and said that, someone whose opinion actually matters, I think, said that he they rated him as the best number one draft pick ever. Sh- Shifter it was. Um, he's naming his best uh, uh, num- uh, best for each number pick up to number 30. Okay. But um, put, put Rewild above Chris Judd. Well, Chris Judd yes. was pick number three, so that's probably uh, why he? he did it. Well, the article I read had... Chris Judd is pick number one, so fuck that guy. No, he was never a number one pick. There you go. Uh, he was picked... Actually, he might have been picked two behind Luke Hodge. So were there any decent players actually number one pick? Like well, Rewalt and Hodge. Goddard, uh, that's it. Yeah, I'd say the best is between Rewalt and Hodge. And Rewalt's probably the better player, but Hodge has the better results. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's always hard comparing players out of position. I mean... In different positions, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, either player can be the ingredient you need, but generally... Uh, a midfield slash backline general is more effective on a team's chances of winning than the best full forward in the comp. Yeah, but key forwards are fewer and far between. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, they may not have a bigger influence, but they're harder to find. Yeah. But how many premierships does Tony Lockett have? Yeah, well, how many premierships does Jason Dunstall have? Yeah, loads. But he also had good delivery. Like, Jason Dunstall wouldn't have won flags of his own. You're right. Um, Robert Harvey was fucking useless yeah, kicking it to Nathan Tony Burke. Lockett. Nathan Burke, <laughs> what a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just um, Luke Hodges' metal cabinet's a little bit fuller than Nick Rewalt's, but besides, I mean, it is it is typical of one of these off-season, well, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Drafts on next week, ah, oh, this will do it. I, I can get some column miniatures out of this. Yeah. And going back to the international rules and Hodges that overseas... What, I thought I found it interesting that you're going to go train overseas in America yeah. where all the trouble happens. I reckon <laughs> this is like a little uh, sort of development uh, trip where they'll go over there and actually show them how you get a party in Vegas and don't fuck up. Well, no, what they're going to do, if they get in trouble, they're just going to say, you, you know, get caught by the cops. All right, what's your name? Jared Hayne. <laughs> what's your name? Jared Hayne. Jared Hayne? <laughs> fuck, all right. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, it is interesting that uh, I think that their practice match got cancelled in New York. So this whole trip over to New York to promote the game, yep. and then nah, this playing surface is shit. Yeah, um, what well, I don't know what they were hoping for. Yeah, and I mean, if you go look at Australia, I think half the country plays on dirt. So <laughs> especially in the NT, they play on dust bowls. Yeah, and love it. So let's not be a bit precious there. I reckon. Yeah, just then again, I haven't seen the surface. Oh, I don't know, but I'm assuming it's an American football um, yeah. field or something. Someone could have put tax over it. So then they made a call into the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. 
and I mean, you know, just quietly, pretty fucking impressive training center they've got. Ah, oh, it's not bad. They're it's gonna have some money. awesome. Yeah, Benny Graham played for him for a little bit too, didn't he? Benny in the Jets. Oh, he played for everyone. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah, he's got a few Guernseys. So maybe they put a call in. You know, yeah, in that way. Oh, I'm sure you know with all the overseas trips they have these days, they've got connections everywhere. And I'm pretty sure with Jared Hayne sort of being in the NFL, the exposure that Australia is or eyes in Australia that are on the NFL, some pretty good yeah. little marketing where you're getting your whole AFL your best AFL players over there and into your thing. Yeah, the problem is Jared Haynes probably got no clue who they all are either. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but I mean... To the average American, they're like, hey, that's the same. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, from, like, from NFL teams who yeah, are looking yeah, at yeah. expanding overseas and shit, which I'm sure they're trying to do, but... Uh, maybe they'd have run with Delivered over. Yeah. Old Delhi, yeah, you could have got in there. Oh, he's down in Cleveland, isn't he? Yeah, ain't no one want to fucking go there and train. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I'm sure that there's, um, you know, a few teams that... Oh, sorry, a few of the players would have said, you know, I'm, I'm over here for a good trip, but... Uh, Hey, mate, did you see that spiral there? Ooh, it's a good kick, isn't it? Hey? <laughs> yeah. See, yep. see that bomb? 60, 60 yards? Yep. Yeah. You just see the scouts going there. All right, so who's the running backs? Who's the punters? Who's the punt returners? Yep. <laughs> Dustin Fletcher's there. Yep. Like, <laughs> How old's your oldest rookie? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, don't tell him about Israel Folau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing much else going on in AFL world? No, not a whole lot else. Um, it's been pretty quiet, and most of the media is just rubbish, to be honest. Yeah. You got to fill in stuff until I think the draft is next weekend. Yeah, uh, not this weekend. Next weekend in Adelaide. So yeah, mm, that'll be yeah. exciting. I mean, you know, we could probably fill in some time by pretending we've known all about these draftees. But honestly, who really gives a shit? Say so we filled in about four weeks doing that. <laughs> I, I was going to say, and all you need to know is Lockie Tiziani is the absolute <laughs> is the absolute steal in this draft. Yeah, doesn't matter if he goes number two; he's the absolute steal. Exactly. Actually, one more thing about the draft. Um, I was thinking, um, it was was it. I think I'm going to get the name wrong, but it wasn't Rintel. God, I I missed him. Anyway, the Adelaide recruiter who got fired because he said that um, he didn't want to recruit Aboriginal players because um, they're hit and miss or or something like that. He said it's too much of a risk. Like he wanted to go home or some crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he he got sacked for it or, or, you know, anyway, all that side of it. I was thinking, like, even if you held that opinion. Yeah going to the draft and you think that the indigenous players or oh, it's a bit iffy one you've got to back your club yeah. to have those uh, the facilities and the support yep. to so that that doesn't happen but yeah. it, it happens to players regardless of background yep. um, but two even if you held that belief would a guy like Daniel Rioli you go doesn't matter he's a Rioli this yeah. one counts of course of I mean course. it's amazing how much a name means and you know yeah. that he's got family and he got uh, fired for that did he uh, it was a couple of years ago. Oh, I, I can't. Yeah. I, I really can't remember the the bloke's name. I mean, look, it's probably not the best way to go about it, but if he's having to do a job, and he's looking at sort of figures and what's the best way to do his job, yeah. it might not necessarily be a personal opinion of his, but it might be an analysis of looking at like Moneyball, where you're yeah. taking ad hominem argument out of it. Yeah, and you're looking purely at facts and what can you, you can do best. I'm not saying I condone what he's saying, but. I don't think it's fire-worthy, to be honest. Yeah, I can't remember the exact details of it, but it was a little bit, mate, this is yeah. a bit unfair to yeah. lose your job over it when it was said, you know, yeah. in back conversation and out of yeah. context and so on and so forth. But it just made me think that even if you were the, had that worst opinion, yeah. the fact that this Indigenous player has the surname Rioli, yeah. it's just, you go, no, nah, I'll yeah. give it a go. Yeah. It's like um, if had a last name Long. Yeah. Chuck him in well, there. Same family, Wimmer. isn't it? Yeah, and a, and a Wimmo. And what was a Nicky Wimmo who got delisted last year, so... Yeah. Well, back when you're talking about the um, best number ones ever and everything... Yep. Um, he's gone with a few weird ones, in my opinion. Like, Lenny Hayes or Brad Johnson? Lenny Hayes. Brad Johnson's a legend of the sport, don't get me wrong. 
Lenny Hayes, I'd take in a heartbeat. Um, just and he's picked Brad Johnson. I'm, Johnson's a great player. Hayes would be more ha- uh, handier for my money. I think Johnson's well, not unlucky, but him and um, Rowan Smith, Peter, Paul Hudson, Peter Hudson, young one who he played with. Uh, he Paul. played with Paul. Yeah. Paul, yeah, they were both the exact same players. Both selfish as fuck, didn't want to hand pass. <laughs> both playing like middle running forwards. So I think if they had been split up, they both would be much better off. Well, I mean, Brad Johnson's uh, biggest moment of his career was playing back pocket, though. Unfortunately, it was when Gary Moorcroft stood on his shoulders. Yeah, true. Shit, I was thinking, see, as soon as I think of biggest moment in Brad Johnson's career, I just think when they should have beat Adelaide in the final. And um, him and Paul, Paul, yeah, that's what I said, Paul Hudson, um, had the the ball on the point line. All they do is pick it up and kick a goal, and they both fumbled across the line trying to steal it. Remember, he had to kick off the siren against North one year, and just, it was... 35, 40 out maybe, dead in front. Sadly, that happened more than once in his it career. It did. Yeah. Um, and the other one that um, Sheehan's gone for too, uh, number 18, Stevens and Kerr. Not but, even close. I like Stevens, to get me wrong. Daniel Kerr, much handier. Yep. Did he pick Stevens? Yeah, yep. he did. Yeah, he picked Stevens over Kerr. Look, Stevens has got great character, fantastic bloke, hard as nails. Shit root. <laughs> 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 Daniel Kerr might have him covered in that too I don't know <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd, I'd take Kerr oh, every, every single day of the week uh, the trickier one though Pendlebury or Franklin um, I've got to go Franklin I think because um, he's a freak yeah um, that's it. I think Pendlebury but he f- doesn't have a basketball background he could he, he could have if he wanted to <laughs> I think Pendlebury is a freak as well but he's amongst other freaks Whereas sure Buddy's more of a standout freak of football. so unique yep. in, in what he does. Yep. Um, and the fact that he was still turning out games... Like, I mean, he had a bad year this year through yep. lots of other reasons. But last year was his second best year of his career. Yeah. You know, at over 30. And that yep. game against Port Adelaide where he won it off his own boot was just yeah. amazing. Yep. And yeah. to show that he still can turn it on like that. Yeah, exactly. Because even like when he was injured, he still showed flashes of brilliance because yeah. he can't help it. Because he can't help it. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, no, he's, uh, I'd, I'd take Franklin over, over Pendlebury, I think. Um, so is that about to do us for AFL? We can move on oh, to... A- the other one, um, old old mate Robert Doyle reckons that uh, within 20 years, Etihad Stadium might be bulldozed for the benefit of the Docklands. Just because it's, it's an eyesore. You know, considering it's the only fucking thing people go to the Docklands for. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. there's nothing else there. No. Yeah. Um, uh, they've tried to build shops. They've tried <laughs> to build a fucking Melbourne Eye. Um, the- look, it could be awesome. I have no idea because I've... Never going there and never planning on it. You can say, I don't know anybody that's been on the Melbourne Eye. I've never seen no. it move. Uh, I didn't even know it actually does move. I got, didn't they, they built it and we had a 43 degree day and it, it broke and that's it. Yeah. Oh no, they've rebuilt it and it's apparently going. I thought it broke again. Um, maybe, you know what? Maybe it is still broken and we don't know I'm because sure. they've opened it and they sell tickets and the tickets are like 70 bucks each or some shit. Yeah. So, uh, 70 bucks, me. I don't know. Something like, it might it's be expensive, se- yeah. 70 like, for a double pass or some It's a rip. It's a fucking yeah. rip. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing much else going on down at the Docklands. But uh, the good thing is for Doyle, I guess, is he can make calls like that and nobody's going to have a clue in 20 years' time. Yeah, know, that's true. Is, so it's not going to count for anything. But I'm guessing with the rate of development of um, uh, investment properties and apartment complexes in the Docklands, yep. the council has way more to win over... Um, developing that block than letting the AFL take it over when the contract runs out for them. Contract runs out. Yeah, because AFL owns that in like 20, 20 something years. Yeah, yeah. 2036, yeah, something like they that. They take control in a couple of years, I think. But uh, yeah, they own it outright. 
about twenty thirty. Yeah, I think they can buy it for like a dollar. But yeah, they've been yeah, trying the to they've yeah. been trying to buy it out much earlier because you know they keep getting shit well, well, that, yeah, clubs it. that play there. And the thing is, I read an article. I can't remember who posted it on Twitter. It was about how the AFL was originally supposed to have an oval. Um, can't remember where it was. Might have been Princess Park or something like that. No, it wasn't Princess Park, but maybe Waverley or something. And they were supposed to have a hundred thousand seat capacity, but there was yeah. this whole big uh, sort of knifing and pretty interesting story about how it didn't happen. I did read that article. MCC too. and AFL. Yeah. Or well, might have been VFL back then, I think. Yeah, it would have been the VFL. I do remember this. Yeah. yeah they said they're going to build a hundred and twenty. Yeah. Or hundred and fifty or something, something, like that. something yeah. stupid like Had that. Had the plans for it. Looked yeah. fucking massive. Yeah. Um. So it was interesting to see that sort of. Uh, play go down and how the MCC have had that hold over the AFL for their yeah. own ground for so long and still do yeah still do still do and I mean, it, won't, it won't come out of that until they get the Docklands so I can't see the AFL giving up their right to get the Docklands and I can see completely why they're trying to buy it earlier um, and the fact that the Docklands runs year round yep. it's got AFL all yeah. winter plus it does concerts plus yeah. it does mm-hmm. UFC yeah. and then it also does the Big Bash League in the yeah. summer it does the A-League yep uh, did it do no it didn't do the A-League Grand Final though. they wanted to do the A-League Grand no, Final yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. the Bulldogs said go fuck yourself yeah yeah. <laughs> fair enough too um, yeah with the Melbourne Eye or you know Melbourne Star as they're calling it going, eh? um, if you want to watch the uh, sunset 45 bucks what I know you can just go at the top of Eureka Tower on the lift for nothing <laughs> I was going to say good luck finding a non-cloudy day <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah you know if you've got a, a family that's 100 bucks for two adults and one kid so you have another couple of kids and uh, fuck me. She uh, She's $150 a day and you haven't even... You've just gone up in the air. That's sorry, it. we're just checking out... Okay, I've seen the difference now. A family, one adult and two children, $90. A family, two adults and one child, one child $99. Like, just make a family... Is it, A family should always be two and two, isn't it? Yeah, I would have thought so. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's horrible. Says a lot about Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says that nobody's using it because it's only for tourists, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know anybody that's ever been on it. I don't, I don't know anyone who was interested to go on it. No. Well, oh, who gives a fuck? I'd be mildly interested if it was on the Yarra near the MCG there. I'd be like, oh, well, time to kill. I get don't a, know. Get a great view of Costco. <laughs> <laughs> you mean if it was anywhere where somebody actually goes past? Yes. Yeah. As opposed to Docklands, which nobody goes there yeah. unless the footy's on. Exactly. Because it's fucking impossible to get anywhere through the Docklands. Like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, if they really want to open it up, they should just get rid of Spencer Street Station too. Um, you know, <laughs> and make it harder for people to get there. So when they get there, they can't leave. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Put kind a of like up. Crown Casino, then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Or, or or Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. Just in total. Yeah. Yep. Actually, uh, one, one thing that was mentioned was what if they greened the whole foreshore area and had water taxis going to Flemington and the MCG? Not a bad idea. Robert Doyle, I know you're listening because uh, you're listening to this shit. Maybe put that on board and you know stop being a twat. Yeah. yeah he's just saying shit. He doesn't have to back up. That's all right. Yeah. We joined the Greens soon. Um, so have we got any more AFL? Or can we move on to the boring-ass cricket for two minutes? Yeah, we can maybe touch a bit of cricket. Um, so I was watching yesterday this flat as a track, uh, <laughs> flat road whacker. out of the Wacker, um, which is amazing considering the Wacker's always been a bowler's paradise. Um, but I was watching a little bit of it last night and you know trying to stay awake. And then when it finished, mm. I turned over to Gem, I think. Oh, the All-Stars? Had, had a little bit of the All-Stars, yeah. The, that has the, been brilliant. Yeah, it's been brilliant to watch. I I really enjoyed it. And it was like it was a real welcome um, thing to be on. Well, the thing was too. Um, so it's, hang on, we're, we're talking about the Warnies Whackers versus Tendulkers Tenders or something. Yeah, Tendulkers Blasters versus Warnies Warriors. Which I I think Warney he'd be a gamer, I reckon. So I reckon that's his go-to team name for create your own team in 
you know, EA Sports, NBA, 2K or whatever. Um, he, he definitely do create a player to put himself in there regardless. Oh, shot, yeah. And he'd probably make himself seven foot eight. Um, and a team of four blondes with him. <laughs> Three dicks. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I really loved the... The atmosphere was brilliant. Um, you know, I'm... 90% of the crowd was a certain ethnicity, which would have made getting a cab to and from quite difficult. American? <laughs> but um, yeah. it's not race to say that all the Indians were there. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, who the were. fuck else was going to go? Let's be honest. <laughs> but the players seem to really enjoy it. Like, um, I, I was watching the last game, and uh, I think it was six down. They needed two runs off two balls or something. And warney has gone, sit the fuck down, guys. I got this shit. And wanders on into the non strikers' end. And. Um, you know, everyone's sort of gone, he's promoted himself up the order a bit, but fuck it, you know, if, if you're the captain, you can do what the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. If it says Shane Warne versus Sachin Tendulkar, yeah. <laughs> you got that right. Your name's on the marquee, you've got to make some is, calls. Ricky Ponting was out in the middle, and he's come up, and you can see him going, Shane, you just put yourself up the order? He's like, fuck off, mate, I'm the captain here. I'll do the fuck I want. So I've bet on this. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, he, he brought the winning runs with the, with the four, I think. And, you know, he wrote his own script, and Tendulkar was watching it, in the field and sees it go go to the boundary and you see him just go oh and give him a bit of a clap like he was he was enthusiastic about it yeah because they put on a good show they did come down to the two, last two balls I think they ended up making 50 off the last uh, four overs or something so it was a pretty brilliant finish mm. uh, and it was like that all series it was uh, in good spirits uh, the crowd fucking loved it because after the match all the players are going out hitting balls in the crowd I think some bloke got knocked the fuck out or something but uh, you know they're giving bats away gloves away at Warney's given his number away to about 30 different chicks. <laughs> Actually, Liz was there, I think. <laughs> she was there, the LA one, yeah. Yeah, I she was. No, fuck it. Maybe she should... I don't know. Yeah, I was say, the crowd was excited because half of them were spot betting. <laughs> <laughs> they made a fucking killing. <laughs> like, Americans don't know about this yet. <laughs> Chris Cairns is just kicking himself. He's like, man, I've missed out. I could have been there. Pakistan has signed up for next tour. <laughs> I, uh, I caught a bit of the LA game, which I think was a third one. And right. they had... Um, the John- Dodgers, yeah. They had Jaunty Rhodes. On, oh, really? Um, yeah. Mic'd up for a fair bit. Awesome. He was, he was really good. He was really interesting. He had an ordinary he, day. Um, and he, he called... Uh, they said, how about you commentate this ball? And he's like, yeah, no worries. He commentates the ball. And he goes, yep. hey, this shit's easy. What are you blokes getting paid for? <laughs> um, more like, what are you getting paid for? Like, <laughs> you know, you're getting paid for some dodgy shit. Um, and they said, all right, how about you do the next one? He goes, nah, I'm right. <laughs> so the next one was in silence because the commentators hadn't picked up the slack. <laughs> but it pissed off to have a leak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was funny though. Uh, Vittori came in. They said... Uh, he's going to try and turn the game or something like that, the commentator said. Yep. And Jotty Rose goes, well, I hope so, because he can't turn the ball. Yeah, <laughs> he's just ripping into him. <laughs> There's a setup for a big spike. <laughs> it was just a shame that Vittori wasn't mic'd up, so he didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So you imagine end of over, he's gone, here's what I said. I'm hey. sure the Aussies would have told him. <laughs> oh, actually, another one. Did you see um, Brad Haddon had a good tweet the other day? I, I wonder if you're going to bring this up, because, yeah, all right, where you go? About uh, Crick, Crick, uh, Crick Australia. Uh, the CBA tweeted out something like uh, on the official CBA uh, Twitter account well that was a bullshit declaration after one of the matches the poor bastard's come back while he's gone to take a piss and getting the phone call from the boss back home what the fuck are you doing tweeting (laughs) that out so he's gone back in he's like what the fuck Meanwhile, Brad Haddon, Mitchell Johnson, a few other guys have tweeted it because they thought it was funny. This poor bastard's (laughs) lost his gig and then they've gone on and blamed Michael Clark for it. What? Yeah, they've... Oh, Clarkie was here a second ago, mate. I don't know what the fuck he's done. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's the one that made the declaration, so I don't know why he'd be trashing himself on the CB. uh, I don't want to ruin it for you, but they blamed Watto. Oh, did they? Oh, that was right. If you read past the headline, the story was fake. (laughs) 
what I reviewed it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke that um, Haddon made. But yeah, it's right. a fake account. Yeah, the whole story was fake. But um, I read it and I thought this is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and because uh, in the story, what I got the blame, and he was already on one strike <laughs> for uh, for not doing his homework <laughs> yes, at that yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so they blamed him. And uh, they said he should have reviewed it, which is hilarious. And I thought, this is brilliant. And then yeah. somebody got, no, it's a fake account. I'm like, nah. why did you have to do that? Yeah. Why did somebody have to research it and tell me it was fake because it was brilliant otherwise? Yeah, exactly. No, nah, it's bullshit. Same. I'm reporting it as fact. <laughs> and I mean, anyone who follows John Jones knows that if you tweet something controversial, you just delete it afterwards. <laughs> I mean, but who are you going to believe? Some bloke who's actually done research or us? Exactly. Yeah. Well, they're not mutually exclusive, are they? <laughs> Sometimes. Can I do your research? <laughs> Sometimes. Um, all right, so the other big sports story, uh, obviously, was the UFC yep. um, over the weekend, and I'm very happy to say that I had proof that I picked the, <laughs> that I picked the result yep. of the main event. Just Wrong. like half a short, short dog? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yep. Jeez, oh, every motherfucker picked it now. Yeah. That's, no. that's why I had to take a screen grab. And yet no yeah. bastard of money on it somehow. Well, well except for Holly Holmes camp. I'm going to say, that made off like a bandit. They, I, yeah, I they, had money on it. They cleared... Told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Holly Holmes team cleaned up over 100K. Fuck. Well, yeah. In bonuses. Should no, no, betting. 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 The whole team pulled their money together and just placed a huge bet on Holly. She was getting good odds. They mustn't have put that much on her. She was oh, eight, true. Yeah. She I think was eight five, to one. I think you say, I think five bucks, you could have got 100 grand back. Yeah, just about. True. Well, I mean, if you look at the model that, you know, Glendale Fighting Club sets out, trainers don't make much money. <laughs> I've heard that that was uh, he likes a likes a punt. I heard, yeah, I heard two hundred k. That people say, yeah, he's bet two hundred k on home. That's why he's telebrazzing. You're all fucking beautiful. <laughs> You're <doing> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Um, but geez, I tell you what, there's been a lot of people that have been waiting for this moment online. Yeah, like yeah. The, they called the internet. Yeah, they uh, the hardcore MMA fans have been waiting so yeah. long. I have seen so many memes and shit. Yeah, I, we had a, we were sharing some on Facebook on the messengers today. Yeah, and geez, they were good. Yeah, there they were were some awesome. brilliant ones. Bill Cosby made a frequent uh, representation of those memes. He, uh, yeah, yep, he did. Um, yeah, he likes a girl knocked out. Uh, <laughs> but maybe I'll put some of them up on the post on the website when we put this up. So. Um, uh, I'll try and figure out who actually made them so I can give them credit for it as well because they weren't. We didn't make any of them. It was amazing though um, that everyone was saying now yeah, this shows how one dimensional she is and uh, how one dimensional Rousey is and you know she was never really that great. I'm like, mate, yeah, let's, let's back up a bit. She has lost a fight. Yeah, um, mm. she's still the greatest um, champion. <laughs> Um, yeah, she's just she's had responsible a for women's mixed martial arts in the UFC. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. I was trying to explain to people. That, you know, they're calling her the like. Even Rogan was saying she's the Mike Tyson. Yeah. she's not the Mike Tyson no, of yeah. MMA. Yeah, she's the Hoist Gracie exactly. of women's MMA. She's yeah. the one that started it. Yeah, and um, fought people who just weren't on the same level. Yeah, exactly. She's the only one that had it figured out. Yeah, and now um, maybe some of that hype has got to her, and you know, everyone's had a go at her coaches including Mrs. Rousey yeah, um, yeah. and mum she's had a Look, fair old dig I have not seen anybody stick up for Edmund like not, I've not except not for Edmund <laughs> but Edmund came out and said nah Rhonda wasn't out stri- she didn't get beaten on the, in the stand up nah <laughs> I'm gonna say like, it's, you wanna keep your job buddy <laughs> <laughs> try your best yeah but you speaking of having a crack at her you see uh, one of the people uh, who's probably had this uh, loaded double barrel for a while Misha Tate mm. She she enjoyed the result. Mm-hmm. The thing was, she enjoyed the result and had a, a great quote saying, you got knocked out, bitch, or some crap. Yeah. Fuck Ronda but, Rousey. But the was. quote 
came from she was hosting a UFC party yep. at Sapphire Strip Club in Vegas. Yep. Now, she's pissed as fuck when she's making this quote. Yeah. And she's over the moon. I bet you every bloke there has enjoyed their fucking night. <laughs> well, I want to see how many people tried to, you know, give us some money or whatever. Yeah, I, can't I reckon a few of them. And look, um, she got paid for those fake titties. Hey, she's not getting much sponsorship anymore. So hey, work with what you got. Actually, I think Dana suggested that if she's thinking about retiring, she should. Pretty if sure she's that, thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. If she's thinking about it, you should. Pretty sure that's what well, said. It, I think that that should be a, that could be a blanket statement across just about any sport. It is, but I'm pretty sure he intentionally made it applicable to everybody just so that when Misha says oh, you know, look it's just, it goes for everybody if yep. you're thinking about retirement you should retire but there's definitely some intent behind it yeah of course um, she did start popping up in a few USC promos um, immediately <laughs> after that little... <laughs> what about before that where obviously the controversy was that Tate was supposed to have the title shot got promised title shot then got shafted out of it but um, we don't want to see that anyway yeah but um... <coughs> I, I wonder if uh, Dana's regretting that decision now <coughs> Because uh, he he looked shattered. He did. If you saw the post-fight presser, yep. it looked like he'd been crying. I did. I, I watched. It only went for 23 minutes. Yep. But I watched it all. And it was late. It yep. was it was an hour late starting. An hour late, was it? Do you reckon that was a bit of a strategy meeting? Well, no. Apparently, well, I don't know. you never know. This. What they were saying was Holly Holm was you know celebrating, obviously, getting changed. She had to go through the drug testing yeah. uh, process. Um, but they don't wait for fighters. Yeah, I could say they didn't wait yeah. for Holly. They, they, <laughs> no, no, no press, press promises. They yeah. wait for fighters. They started off because they asked Dana Gates, uh, all that sort of stuff, yeah. whatever, and they'll start rocking up as they do. Um, the other thing that people made made from the pre- post-fight press conference was that JJ went up and shook hands with Letourneau and that congratulated at the post-fight mm. press conference, which no one else does, which is kind of nice from JJ. But apparently she broke her hand in the first round of that fight. Yeah. Again. Yep, again. She's looking like a bit of a Floyd Mayweather with her hands just are fucked. Yeah. Too many boxing, too much Mai Tai. Uh, 20, especially in my toe where you're punching elbows and like all sorts of shit so um, it's not surprising to see the way she throws her punches because I don't think yeah. she's ever thrown like she won't throw a jab and see what happens Yeah, she'll yeah. throw five punches every time yeah. mm. follow up with a kick bang 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 bang, bang. Yeah, yeah it's just the way she goes tell you what a good night for the Aussies though Hunt Whitaker, Noak yeah, yeah we, Kelly we Hunt can't we Kelly got up Ben 10 yeah. Ben 10 um, put on was it the only submission of the night um, yeah. yeah, everything else was decision or KO. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it was impressive. Sure. Yeah, Carl Noak was impressive. Oh, that! Oh, kid, oh that sound! That, he, he was unlucky that there were other spectacular knockouts on the card. That liver kick! Well, he, yeah, he got fifty grand. Carl Noak did he? Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he oh, awesome! Performance bonus. Thank fuck, Dan knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> or probably Joe Silver, more likely. Well, yeah, Noak and Holm got um, performance bonus, and then fight of the night was Holm Rousey, and, yep. and by far off. Oh, that's what people yep. tuned in for. And the thing is, everyone's talking about how you know this exposes Rousey or whatever. I think this will either make or break her, which you say after everyone's had a streak broken. Yeah. yeah. But um, she's got something to work on now. She's got feedback. Yep. Um, I, I can't see her quitting just because her mum will never let her forget it. Oh, she has she has a massive ego, and, yeah. And of course, I mean yeah. that's what's driven her. So there's no doubt she's coming back. That's the thing. We forget she's like 27, 28. 28, I think something like yeah. that. Well, Holmes thirty four. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the only thing that I think would be her downfall would be her environment, where she's surrounded herself with people who probably aren't at her best interest, yeah. aren't the best people to be surrounded by, Actually, including her mother 
exercised herself from that environment. Yeah, and her mum was... Um, I don't think she's one to ever hide her words, and she no. certainly wasn't. But <laughs> yeah. that interview, which everyone posted afterwards from yeah. months ago, where she said, terrible coaches. Yeah. Terrible coaches. Yeah. Hates women. Like, yep. Because the thing is, that interview was a sh- was uh, a clip that she'd already come out and said a longer version of, yeah. of what, what was in that interview earlier than that, saying about how he's disrespectful to women, and like really went off on him and said, yeah. laid it out in a very pragmatic way of why... Um, he's living off Ronda. Yep. Mm. And, and I, mean, I believe it. Yeah. And the other reason she's still there is out of loyalty and or superstition. Yeah, um, exactly. Fair enough. Yep. Well, but- that's broke now. So uh, any training camp or team that she wants to join, they'll have her. Yeah. Oh, she'll start her own. Oh, okay, Why would she join one? Um, it, it was uh, amazing, like we said, that how Dana was salty about it yeah. afterwards. Um, yeah. And he was saying, you know, this puts the cyborg fight off the cards yep. um, and other things. So obviously they had a lot of other things already planned. Yeah. And we're saying that, you know, the appeal that Ronda has outside the world of MMA. Yeah. There's a lot of casual fans who are, I never knew were MMA fans and they're not. Yeah. They're Ronda Rousey fans. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Now it's interesting to see are they still going to be there? Exactly. But does she still get those movie offers because she's not the champion anymore. Yep. And no. that was her appeal. She's unbeatable. Yeah. Everyone loves a comeback though. Rocky three. Yeah. True. So the, the question <laughs> is though you know, I'm not Dana White, but uh, obviously, if I was going to hype the fight, I'd probably put her through a tomato can first. Not measure Tate, because fuck her. Um, probably give her a warm-up fight against someone else. Um, hopefully not one she's already beat, but give her a warm-up fight. Give uh, Holly Holm, give her measure Tate, or you know, maybe give her Cyborg. I don't know. Um, Cyborg come back to weight. That's the only problem. I think they, they finally open up the 145 division for women. And do you think Ronda goes there? Yeah. I think... There is no way she can't fight Holly Holm. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It, even the the business it could do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. um, that's why it's going to be a very interesting decision on, on what she does because yep. obviously she's going to have a medical suspension if that hasn't mm. been already yeah. announced. I mean, she has to. Yep. It'd have to be several months. No, I, I think 90 days is usually... Well, several months. Yeah. Well, what about they came out and said that she did not suffer a concussion. Bullshit. Fuck off. She was like, uh, dude, did you watch what uh, the that was, fuck I'm happened? Like, Honestly, I'm, that was a late call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was. But like um, everyone, she was out on her feet. Internet trolling the oh, early call, Jesus, <laughs> early stoppage. <laughs> These are like the Schaub defense. No, no, you get knocked out, then he punches again, you come back too. You're ready to go. <laughs> well, the, the thing was, you see that kick, and it just hits flush, and her eyes are yeah. boom. The lights are out. Yeah. And when she hits the ground, and her head whips against the the mat. Yeah. She's gone. But those way- three. But no, no fault to home. She's gone in to finish the fight. That's yeah. what she does. Uh, Herb was sort of... I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Well, but, uh, Herb was... Ronda's never been beaten. He's like, yeah. I'm not going to be the one that stopped this early. Yep. He did yeah. perfect. But he did that that job perfect. Yep. I actually... All referees had a good night, I yep. thought. There was... Um, I, I know we're going away from the the Ronda fight now, mm. but uh, there was one part in Whitaker and Uriah Hall yep. where they had a break because Uriah said he got poked in the eye and yep. he didn't. Yep. However, I fully support the ref there because Uriah stopped and Whitaker stopped as if he had poked him in the eye. Yeah. He doesn't have replays yeah. and you know he's trying to get out of the way as much as yeah. um, keep the fighters safe. Yeah. So it, we didn't know it wasn't an eye poke until yeah. we saw the slow-mo replay. Yeah. It's fair enough. I mean, yeah. if one fighter stops, sorry, if one fighter stops, you think, oh, that's a bit weird. When both fighters stops, that's when you've got to have a look and say, oh yeah, okay, it probably is an eye poke. Yeah, and the thing is with that, with the eye poke, 
the thing that happened was that they watched the big screen as well during the um, timeout. So they both, they like Robert it. could see that it wasn't actually eye poke, it was a punch. Later on, he actually did get in with an eye poke, but wasn't going to stop because he's yeah. like, well, fuck it. Like, <laughs> hey, even up. I got one, one in the bank. Yeah. And the thing is, Uriah was getting beaten up as well. So it was very weird uh, fight. It was a, a typical, typical of Uriah. Like, yeah. Um, we, we don't know which one's going to rock up. Well, here's the thing. I agree, agree with you. I think it was typical of Uriah, mm-hmm. but it was an evolution of Whitaker. Oh, geez. He, he looked determined, didn't he? Yeah. He, and he, he didn't put a foot wrong. And can take a punch. Like, because yep. like the, the knockout he had in his last fight against... It's a big striker. Current, fuck, his name's escaping me. But anyway, um, he did that. He threw a, a high kick, I think a front kick, but yep. then stayed in the pocket instead of going back to his yeah. normal stance and then threw that knockout punch. He um, threw the front kick, then stayed in the pocket. And you notice he did that a lot against Uriah as well because he has to keep that distance closed so that Uriah can't spin. So if yeah. he spins, he's going to um, go too long. And he did really well at staying there and putting punches and then working angles. He was never dead in front, which was the... If, if Ronda had watched him fight, <laughs> she probably would have beat Holly Holm. Because the thing with the, with Ronda, the strategy that everyone... Everyone's keen in her strategy. But it's not as bad as what it looks. Because she has to close distance on Holly. Otherwise, Holly will light her up. Yep. There's no mm. two ways about it. But the mistake was is she's coming squared up and not moving ahead. She's yeah. got to work angles like well, the, Whitaker did. The criticism that a lot of the you know the concrete fans have made was that she had no no single or double legs. Um, her strategy is always going to be to tie her up and get hip to hip. Yeah. Which, as a judoka, that's what you do. Um, and she got but, there twice. But if you look at Holly's stance, yeah. she uh, stands over her front foot so she can sprawl. Yeah. Mm. You can't get that front leg. No, but Holly uh, negated all of that brilliantly. She even took it down once. Hey, yeah. Takedowns on the night were 1-0. Yep. Uh, one all, I reckon. I don't think she... Yeah, Rousey had one earlier on. That wasn't a takedown. In... That was uh, a takedown to 50-50. No, she had, she had her back and was aiming no. for the arm. No, no, no. She had it in a bulldog. No but um, uh, she wasn't in 50-50 I'm saying it was a 50-50 yeah. situation oh, right. not 50-50 position but yeah, it, yeah. yeah. no you, takedown you couldn't points. say someone that was their takedown even in jiu-jitsu that's not a takedown yeah yeah. Um, the other thing was that did you see the interview on Jimmy Fallon that was yeah. 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 she called the fight she called it and then didn't uh, and that's why the coaching gets the blame because exactly what they thought was happening was happening and no one adjusted and it, didn't it. Work. Yeah. yeah but all through the fight her hands were down yeah exactly and look I don't profess to be a kickboxing expert but if you're against a kickboxer yeah probably keep a hand up yeah. and even doing uh jiu-jitsu what we always train is technical get-ups and all that sort yeah. of thing where you keep one hand out in front to stop them rushing you and yeah. one hand you know near or about your chin or ear yeah just so you don't get knocked the fuck out well, yeah. that's why i brought up rocky three before because it yeah. is it is like that it's yeah. it, she's a champ she's unbeatable she's going through cans and then come up against clubber lang yeah. or holly home like oh fuck this is different yeah, because it wasn't just you know she got out out pointed. She got she, out she everything. Hit. How about that duck under? Oh my the, god, the Olay, the yeah. unbelievable. And you can see how demoralized that was for just her. Where she turned around, this hair, fuck, and, and she's, like, oh, she she spun around so quick, thinking there's one. She's eaten yeah. one, and just yeah. not Holly's the other side of the and ring. Played it perfect too, Holly did. Just yeah. that you can go for some of that. It was like Harley knocking out Foreman. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just that bang. Nah, I'll let you just do that little bit of work there. But it did look like the difference between uh, Holly. Uh, Holm and Rousey is the difference between Rousey and the next contender just because Rousey looked out of a depth yeah but she looked like 
she wasn't her normal self as well, though. She yeah, very much, absolutely. During the fight, there was a comment by Mike Goldberg, which yep. Rogan shat on, and oh, a few other people yeah. shat on. <laughs> we said, yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of energy to be a rock star. Yeah. And you go, no, no, she's getting lit up. Yeah. She's sponsored I, by Monster anyway. I actually think that it's a very sensible comment, and I agreed with it, yeah. um, that it, it does take a lot of energy, because she's been off doing a lot of extracurricular things yeah. um, and not focusing on the fight. Holly Holmes had a nice build-up to this, because yeah. she came out for the press conference you know, uh, a couple of months ago, yeah. and all she has to do is just keep going on fight. She's not going on Fallon. Yeah, exactly. She's not doing the next photo shoot. Yeah. Um, all she, and all she's concentrating on is this fight. Yep. Whereas Ronda's going, right, I beat her, then I've got to go there. Yep. I'm going to go do that movie. I'll have a couple of months off. Another and fight, then, then I retire. I'll let people know, you know, let people miss me and I'll come back for UFC 200. Mm. All Holly's thinking about is this next fight. Yeah. So I actually think it was a very smart thing. Um, it, there was a lot of a good theory behind what Goldberg said and he got shut on for it. Yeah, I think there's wrong He does time. say dumb shit though. He does. Yeah, I think just, that's the that's end of the round comment. Yep. Not in the middle of the action where you're trying to analyse exactly what's happening at that point in yeah. time. It did um, seem like it's something he had written down to use at some stage. Um, yeah. Like Maybe. a Bruce McAvaney style thing. And then he's, he, he's pulled the trigger on it too soon. Having said that, um, Rogan was right. She was getting lit up as yeah. well. Oh, exactly. And that takes you, takes you the wind out of yeah. real quick. And the other thing with the knockout that not many people actually um, even noticed was that Holly lit her up with a really short left hand. Oh, yeah. That knocked mm. her down. Just w- w- made her stumble. Yeah. And so that's why people are like, how could Ronda get up and have her hands down and not expect a kick coming? She Ronda was, was already out. She was halfway there. But people, everyone online is like, you know, she got pushed down and she stood up and tried to turn around with her hands low. She was already out. Like, that kick was just a, a freebie, pretty much. Yeah, I, I don't like, think she was out, but she was certainly, all right, where am I again? Yeah. Whack. Yeah. yeah, but those are the same people who say, oh, I could take her. Yeah, she wouldn't probably. knock me out. Well, well, fuck. No, knock you it wasn't Ian McCall. <laughs> or the same people that say that she could outbox Floyd Mayweather exactly yeah yeah, yeah. fucking Sorry. retards well I'm glad that um, okay this loss does cost Ronda and the UFC millions of dollars yeah, yeah. Um, in the short term but geez it makes this division exciting yeah it, look, it, it was almost out of it yep. um, needed, you'd, you'd actually rather this happen for the UFC than Ronda retire undefeated because yep. if she retires and she's the, the number one name and everyone else's daylight, yeah. um, the division division dies. Yeah. But yeah. if she's got to come back and reclaim her crown, you've got more interest. And if someone else beats Hong in the meantime, you've got another contender in there. Yeah. Um, and well, it's, it's almost a passing of the torch. Yeah. If, if, if Ronda never fought again, you go, well, here's Holly Holm. You can sell that. Yeah. The woman that beat mm. Ronda. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, but and she's earned it. She hasn't got a paper championship. Yeah, and the thing is, if you look at both the women's weight divisions, both very similar fighters holding the belt. Yeah, so yeah maybe it says something about the style of, of women fighting, where you're not as as powerful as sort of the heavyweights in men, where they can you know just knock motherfuckers out. But so, um, having said that, um, during the JJ fight, um, she did look very vulnerable off her back. Yeah, she looked really vulnerable off her back. I mean, she got up. Yeah, she did get up though. But I. I disagree with the judges, and uh, in I think one or two of the judges said that JJ won the first round, and really? I disagree. What were they watching? Yeah, well, she did win fifty forty five on one card. Wow! Um, I thought that uh, Latorno won the first two rounds. Yeah, I, I, that's what round I, two was two. Yeah, iffy, but no, no doubt on the result though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two tough, tough women. Yeah. But, um, look, oh, a fantastic card, wasn't it? And like fifty six thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. fifty six thousand people rock up. Um, you know, record attendance, record gate, record, um, well, record amount of people talking about this fight. Yeah, just record with two women headlining a fight that yep. fucking sells. Well, four women, yeah. Four women, two, yeah. Two female fights. Um, 
and look, there's going to be women watching this who are thinking, you know what, maybe I can do that. Are they like men where they're like, I could fucking take Ronda? <laughs> I, I reckon there's a few women out there who think that. Um, they're wrong. They're, they're pretty much wrong. Unless their name's Holly Holm, they're wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Holm's got, uh, got a lot of mileage to come yet. She's 34, so she's not going to be able to do it for the next 10 years. But for the next three, four, maybe five years, she's going to be fucking dominant. Well, to be fair, the competition isn't at that level where she couldn't do it for another five years, to be honest. Yeah. She's well, training over at Winkle John and Jackson. She's trained there forever. And that's the thing, too. She's getting the best possible coaching. And, yeah. can, and like, sparring partners. Yeah, and even John, John Jones. John Jones. Yeah. For all criticism you can make of the bloke, his fight IQ is spectacular. I don't think anyone makes criticism about him in the cage. No. Did you see... Shao Son does. He yeah, put actually. a... Uh, uh, I think it was on Instagram. He put a thing about, about Holly Holm today. No. Um, and it was oh, it was a good 500 words about yeah. um, the world's only now just getting to um, getting introduced to Holly Holm. Um, you're going to find out she's a better person than she's a fighter. It was a really heartfelt um, piece that's well worth a read. Yep. That he's just like he's all about. It. He said she's better than um, than yeah. anybody you've met. She's the nicest person. She's brilliant. She's genuine. She's yep. everything. Um, so it's uh, it, I think it's it's just yeah. fantastic for for the sport for the yeah. vision. Um, it might cost UFC short-term dollars, but... It's best long-term. Yeah. yeah. And to me, it seems to mirror the way the men's division evolved. Like, from back when Hoist yeah. Gracie was, you know, just Fuck. about destroying yeah. everyone, except for... Um, well, he didn't win when Kimbo... Kimo. No, Kimo Leopoldo... Um, he, he did win that fight. Busted him. Well, well he won the fight, but he didn't win the championship because he pulled out after that. He's not retired. He can still make a run. <laughs> well, yeah. he's fighting Shamrock. He's well, that was his. Oh, fucking Shamrock. But... Um, you know, when you saw him come back and fight against Matt Hughes, the game had evolved so much. Yeah. yeah. And I think... He was old. Yeah. And even yeah. after Gracie retired, strikers came to the fore after that, like yeah. kickboxers, and they got in and just started kicking ass. Well, it's just like AFL, though. I mean, super defense wins premierships, and then all of a sudden, super attacks. Yeah. Know, it just yeah. It ebbs and flows. As yeah. one um, dominates, there's somebody figures out the answer to the puzzle and comes yeah. back. I think yeah. it's probably still about maybe, you know, this is my massive prediction as an expert opinionist. I don't know. It's about three years away till you get a complete fighter in the women's division. Like someone who can grapple, strike, uh, wrestle, a, a, throw. A mixed martial artist. Yeah. Yes. We've still got kickboxers and yeah. judokas. Which is exactly what happened and, in the men's division. You had yeah. people converting to MMA. Yeah. Like yeah. people who are, are primarily BJJ or wrestling or boxing or kickboxing. Yeah. And they round out their skills rather than start from the age of 16 as an MMA fighter. Uh, it's like our good friend Malcolm Bang said. It's mixed martial arts is the sport you do when your sport's finished. Yeah. But now yeah. it we're just and Ronda Rousey is going to be the reason for it is that yep. we're going to have um, female fighters and now I want to be mixed martial artists. Yes. So rather than ex Olympians and and I mean I'm really hoping it'll sort of bring some equality to domestic violence. <laughs> some dudes get beaten up. <laughs> well, that was the criticism about Ronda because she she did put in her book that she beat the fuck out of a ex-boyfriend well she's now Dan Travis Brown so even that that's one each yeah. <laughs> oh that's rough on that controversy or that um, I take what people put in their own autobiographies with a grain of salt <laughs> yeah um, yeah <laughs> And also, unless you were there, you don't know really what's happened. So any criticism, uh, like it's just it's written in a book. It's, yeah, no, it's like Mein Kampf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grain of salt. Don't just yeah. You weren't there. You don't know. It's don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. So exactly. I, I wouldn't put too much weight in it. If there were, yeah, just leave it what it is. Yeah, and I just don't agree with writing an autobiography in your twenties. 
that, that as well. <laughs> like, I was like, why would I fuck would I buy that? You haven't done even the most interesting well, uh, things you're going to do in your life yet. You know, you know the reason why. You make money. Yeah. You make fuckloads yeah, of money. Exactly. Like she's on, she's on the cover of uh, EA Sports UFC two as well. Oh, yep, yep. That old that old curse. Yeah, so that's oh geez, that has been a curse, hasn't it? It's hurt her. Literally, it's been the NFL curse passed yep. on to UFC. Yeah, had uh, Jones, yeah, the Silver. Yeah, um, yeah, this is true. The, the Madden curse used to yeah, be, didn't the Madden it? curse, yeah. That's what it was. So yeah, Jones, Silver, now Rousey. So yeah. Apparently it's a blank cover next year. <laughs> so, next year they're like, uh, who wants to sign up? Because I'm good. No, I'm, I, I don't need it. Your Shall eyes like your eyes like TJ, TJ. <laughs> Charles Saunders like, I'll fucking do it, I don't give a shit. Yeah, Charles still do it. Yeah. I'm getting paid, motherfuckers. No, what's happened is Charles yeah. already photoshopped himself in and already said, Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on yeah. the cover. Oh, it's me. Uh, it's funny enough you were mentioning Rocky three before, and I'm thinking Rocky five has got TJ and Uriah all over it. Uriah's the Uriah Faber is which one? He's he's got to be Rocky. No, oh yeah, yeah, Rocky, yeah, and TJ's Tommy Gunn. You don't make the connection? No, I, I, I the the guy that yeah okay left his gym and and all that kind of stuff. I know Uriah uh, recruited him out of high school. Yeah, and taught him everything he knows. Well, who's Ivan and Drago? Then he, and he got a belt and he fucked off. What? That's Rocky Four. Yeah, I know. I I just prefer him to Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn was a tit. All right, you can be Drago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ivan Drago. <laughs> Fucking my day has come. It's the greatest day of my life. <laughs> Um, let's see what else happened on the undercard Jack Matthews um, Big Jackie a good fight he looked fighting in trouble out of Epping fighting out of Epping too so Melbourne guys get behind yep. this dude oh, yeah, yeah I like it not fighting out of Melbourne no Epping good on him. <laughs> honestly if you've got a train line named after your place you know you're <laughs> fucking way out he looked so in trouble represent it he looked in trouble in the first he did he did um, I thought uh, Ariola. Um, the, the tit <laughs> it's got to be the nipple doesn't it yeah it's got to oh, be his name Akbar Ariola. now I'm going to go on a limb saying this bloke is getting pulled up on the way out for a random search. <laughs> I, I dare say he's used to it. <laughs> like even, even though he's Mexican, they're just going, oh, Akbar, I reckon. Yeah, so, so, so out of Australia and into the US. Both. Oh, he, his he's, whole life. He's cactus. <laughs> his whole life. Um, Especially look at Bruised. I th- I thought it was a great stoppage for starters from, yeah. from the from the dock. Yeah, like you saw that eye. It, yeah, it, it had its own heartbeat, mm. and that fight was not turning around. Nope, um, it was right above the eye too. Yeah, like I got no problem. Um, like I said, doctors, refs had a good good card. Yep, he's one and three in the UFC. That puts him under a bit of pressure. It was like, a good fight. Oh, yeah. it was. He's it pretty was. old too. He's one and three, and he's thirty two years old. Like uh, the only you can say that the only thing uh, in his favor is that he's had a couple of good decisions uh, they've gone <laughs> sorry they've gone to a result rather than decision oh yeah there's been two decisions two results and the results were pretty good like the fight against eves edwards with the submission armbar well, i think i think eves is 56 these days is that how old he is yeah i, I think he's, he's 56 and 40 <laughs> that's his record so he's been <laughs> around a while he's 42 and 22 so he's 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 uh seen a few uh a few 40 seasons off. fuck yeah, 39 years old. He's a fighter. But, uh, well, you know, he's also <laughs> on a, a five-fight losing streak, or not winning streak. He had a no contest against Yancey Medi. Oh, well, he might be winning in the betting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, on Jake Matthews, I did see some people have called for, you know, what about Jake versus Super Sage Northcote? And I think that's fascinating, but I don't want to see it. And I, no. And I'm just I'm just trying to decide why I don't want to see it. Because Sage has had one fight and Jake should get better fighters. I'm I'm almost thinking that either 
I want to save that fight. You, you almost got to keep him apart because yeah. they're so similar in age um, yeah. and mm. um, appeal. Yeah. That keep them you apart, build, up a story build it up. Or yeah. is it going to be their careers are going to be like Chuck and Tito, you know, with those yeah. all the way through? Or, like or, or Chuck and Diego and fucking. Who's the other crazy fucker? Uh, which which Diego, Diego Sanchez Hang on, was it him he had fights Clay Guida no it must have been Sanchez someone else in the flow must, no it must have been flow it. Yeah, I can't remember anyway, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or like yeah, speaking know, about research Chuck, Chuck, happened, Chuck yeah. Liddell and um, promise it happened uh, Randy Couture you know <laughs> yeah, where yeah. they can have a, a, a career yeah. alongside mm-hmm. each other yeah. um, so I, I don't know which way you want to go but I geez uh, I think that it would be almost a mistake to halt the run of one of them now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I do want to see Jake Matthews fight out of Australia. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he becomes the, you know, all right, we've got a card in Australia, where are you? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Um, I, I think that um, him and, and Robbie Whitaker now, I mean, Whitaker has a win over a top 10 ranked fighter. Whitaker's the number one in Australia at the moment. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, you've got to start thinking, well, He's got to come. He's got to fight in Vegas. Well, that's it's like we were t- we was talking about sort of this when this card was announced. We were sort of deciding who should fight in there to sell out this um, arena and yep. also what would be the best fights to have on there. And when they announced that they were going to have belts here, I thought the most sense would have been having Wyman versus Rockhold here mm-hmm. because the Australian fans get behind it because there's something like Robert's the best Australian fighter and he's in that that division. That division, yeah. So there's something that you can sort of set up where, you know, maybe he gets a, a number one contender fight or something like that. Doesn't yeah. have to happen because Dana lies all the time. Yeah. But you can build it up. <laughs> I mean, he's still outside the top 10. So it, yeah. th- th- it was too far-fetched. But it's got to be more realistic than, you know, trying to flog up the um, JJ fight. Well, uh, to be honest, I was more looking forward to the JJ fight than, um, than Rousey Holmes. Rock Holden. Oh, really? No, but Rousey was already signed and then they added JJ because... Um, who dropped out? Lawler and Conduit. Lawler, Lawler and Conduit dropped out, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I thought the right move was to put in Rockhold versus Wyburn then because I think people would have got behind a lot more than the JJ fight. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to say, but I mean, the marketing behind, you know, two female fighters in the biggest card, it was it sells yeah. itself. Yep. Um, and the shock result was just unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be remembered for a long, long time. The funniest thing is, is that Reebok only had, I think, seven of their merchandise lines for fighters going. Right. Rousey doesn't have the championship line now, so all that gets thrown out. Wow. <laughs> Imagine how much they they actually Ooh. made of those championship rounds. Can, can you still kits. sell it though? Can you be like, well, she was champion when we made it? Not if you're Reebok. Why would they do that? Because they're dumb as fuck. No, <laughs> they they I don't know if someone else is going to sell on eBay or something, but. Why would they promote the champion who's in champion? Because they, they have a chance of I making a dollar out of it and they've they got a warehouse full of them. <laughs> they're leaking money. <laughs> or, do you reckon they're going to hold on and be like, oh, uh, get, get it back, won't They put it next to the warehouse full of giblet Melendez shirts. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon after the first round, somebody had to run out to the back and go, where's the gold home shirts? We need yeah, the gold one. fuck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jackson Winkle was like, we got some made up. It's all good. Um, now the uh, Rashault Strew fight, or is the the toilet break as you called it? Yeah, it it's was tough to call it a fight. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, um, do you reckon they just keep Struve around because he's a fucking giant, and seeing him get beat up is kind of he's interesting. Had, he's had better fights than this. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it it's almost the height um, advantage he had spoiled the fight, almost because Rashault wasn't good enough to get in there and really put a hurting on him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, besides that. I thought Bigfoot was the biggest disappointment on the night. He looked gaunt. Yep. 
he looked like just a shadow of himself. The, and uh, straight away, as soon as I saw him there, and like he didn't have that, he wasn't intimidating. He wasn't big. He wasn't Bigfoot. He looked like his his muscles and his skin was hanging off his bones. As soon as I saw that, it's like he's done. The, the only legit TRT uh, candidate has been fucked over yeah. by everyone just juicing up to the eyeballs. <laughs> Not that he didn't in the first hunt fight. Because when you see his jawline, you know he's had some thyroid issues or something. Exactly, shit. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, he, he, everyone knows that he had uh, yeah, g- gigantism. <laughs> yeah. Um, stuff like that but I thought Gigantism Gigant leaves you out of this um, look he's he's had a few too many head knocks now I think um, yeah. what is he um, he's 36 he, he looks he's, 70 yeah he's a Brazilian 36 which is really 42 yeah because yeah. um, they'll lie um, you know he's, he's had a lot of losses a lot of head knocks and mm-hmm. he's, come got, down, he's got one win from the last six and come yeah. down from um TRT and drugs, like you say. Yeah. Um, I thought it was probably the most predictable result on the card too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agreed. And Hunt looked in great shape, didn't he? Holy shit! Um, I think uh, Rogan said something that uh, Hunt was the first time he's taking his career seriously. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> didn't have to cut that much because he was actually in shape. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have tits this time. Um, yeah. And good on him. Like everybody yeah. loves Mark Hunt. Fucking oath, bloody oath. Um, I don't think he's going to have another um, title run. No, no. Well, they asked that in the presser. They said, yeah. do you have another run at the title? And he looked straight at Daniel and he's like, oh, yeah, of course I do. And you see Daniel just go, mm-hmm. really? <laughs> yeah. well, then, yeah, if, if the fans pay for it, then Daniel will put it on. And say, maybe he could fight Verdum again. But, um, that'll be an interesting fight. Um, but uh, yeah. after his performance against Stipe, I don't want to see that again. Yeah, he came out in the fi- post-fight yeah, presser and he said that he wants to fight in career in two weeks. Yeah, he goes, I want to fight in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Yep. I'd, I'd believe it. Like, and he'd do it. If, yeah. uh, if Dana had a person pull out of the fight, he'd be like, Hey Mark, you want it? Fuck yeah, I'm there. Yeah, oh, I didn't get cleared by medical. No, people, so. yeah. but but he, he knows would. a dodgy doctor he would, or two. Yeah, would. yeah, and especially in in Asia where he's huge, massive. And he's huge why, everywhere. He's look at him, true. massive. <laughs> and that's why I, with the Reebok kits is that if you couldn't get Hassy to make a custom Mark Hunt shirt for the um, Asian fights, then you're missing out on making a fucking killing. I'd love for them to make a a Mark Hunt shirt for the Asian fights in Mark Hunt size. Just yes. to, and they sell it to the Asian crowd, and they're all fucking swimming in it. Yeah, they fucking love it. I love it. Home of the super fans. Home of the super fans. You could fit seven of them in one, and puts him above five hundred again for his for his uh, win loss record. His career. Yeah, but he's one of those guys that Dana White will love having on the books now. Yeah, as opposed to previously, uh, just because he wants to fight. Yeah. Um. So many of these guys go. Oh, no, I don't like that matchup. Oh no, yeah. I've got a dodgy knee, um, shoulder something. Yeah. Whereas Mark Hunt's like, oh, I just fought last week, but fuck it, I'll do yeah. it. <laughs> Highest altitude ever for a heavyweight for a fight. Four weeks' notice for the belt. I'm up. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, boss. And look, let, let's be honest. He had, he had no position fighting for a belt. But uh, wow, he's probably a fight off. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, he, he, I can't see him wearing gold. No, no. At that point. At though, that point, absolutely. Yeah, there was yeah. there was no one else that was fit to be able to fight. So yeah, I can see why they gave him the shot. I don't know if he was fit in general to be honest back then but he, he's looking better than he, <laughs> the fist, looking better than he was then now he looks fucking better than he ever looked yeah now. looks fucking great I, I don't know you know maybe he's no longer sponsored by KFC which has helped but uh, yeah I, I hope we see uh, a few more fights out of him uh, look, let's be honest he's, he's more than keen to yeah well, so I don't understand why they have him fighting out of South Auckland in New Zealand born. was he? I thought he was Samoan Samoan parents oh, okay. but born born yep. in Auckland and fights out of Sydney usually usually yeah I think yeah. this is just Sherdog this yeah. is still Auckland hmm. 
But yeah, um, yeah. Uriah Hall, he's got to be another one under pressure. Well, he just came off a fight of the night performance before this one. Um, yeah, but uh, that's been a, a story a of his career. A peak in a lot of troughs. Yeah, but Gerhard Musasi is no slouch oh, either. No, yeah. very like true. He's Musasi's fucking legit. a killer. Yeah, yeah, he is legit. And that uh, spinning back kick or something that he got in with was yeah. highlight real worthy. Yeah. Problem was, he went for every spinning move in his playbook. And he knows because mm. that's what people were watching for. But obviously, and, all the fighters know that's what he does. And Whitaker was beautiful yeah. on it, especially that first one where he got the takedown. Yeah, where um, he closed in. He almost got side control, didn't he? Yeah, almost straight into yeah. like a, a, a beautiful... Um, he probably stepped in and... Like, Uriah caught him with the back of his knee, which yeah. obviously isn't catching him at all. It's just yeah. easy to get a takedown. Yeah. Not a hamstring strike isn't really yeah, much exactly. of a strike. Yeah, exactly. But how, how impressive was uh, Whitaker's explosiveness, where he, where he sort of Jeez. come in, work an angle, then bang, 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 and out. And he's only young too. What's Whitaker, 22? 24, I think. 24. There you go. He's got, he's got room to grow. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't cut weight for nah. middleweight. Doesn't cut weight at all. Fight so, a genuine. Yeah. So yeah. that's why you see, because he, he looked a bit gassed in the second, but didn't slow him down. Just, just breathing out his mouth. Come on, go on. Go down the page a little bit there. Uh, where was his... Uh, I'm just trying to think. I don't think he's fought outside of the country for quite a while. Um, Rousey versus McMahon. That was probably the last time he fought out of the country. His last that, loss. Oh, versus Wonderboy. Yeah. yeah. That was that was when he was down at uh, Wilter. Yeah. Um, so I think that uh, now that he's beaten... Hall, who was ranked seventh, I think, I think so, in the division, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and had lots of heat coming into that fight too. Yeah, for like was, twice in three months, something was off short notice. Yeah, but um, you know that that's at the end of the day, that's no excuse. If you sign yeah. on the bottom line, you're there. Yeah, um, and, and also short notice means that Riddick's p- 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 training for someone else. Yeah, and Uriah hasn't been doing nothing; he's been training. Yep, um, and Uriah is a very different fighter to Bisping. Yeah, yes. like huge. Yeah, another yeah. end of the scale. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd still like to see the Bisping fight, but oh, I, too. I, yeah. I would love to see that just because Bisping will test him. Um, I like Bisping. Yeah. Yeah, everyone likes Bisping. No, Americans don't. Yeah, but fuck <laughs> Americans. True. Um. No, he's a thinking fighter. Yeah, yeah, but just a hard worker. Yep. Like one of those ones he that is. weren't natural talent just went fuck it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make some of it. No, I absolutely agree. He's not. Uh, He's not the most gifted athlete in the world. Yeah, well, he's DJ sucks. <laughs> he's a belligerent prick, and he he doesn't mind being that fucking mank bastard. He, he's he's like um like Frio in the AFL. Like you get an audit, yeah. Fight him, he'll test you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go to yep. woe. Yeah. Um, but I, I'd like to see that um, Whitaker now takes a step up. I don't want to see him. You know, he's not number one contender yeah, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. But I want to see him. You know, um, he's fought on the last four or five. Australian cards because yep. they're going well it's in Australia we need Australians yep. he won, I want him to see he like, smashes, right, so we want to uh, see you fight this guy Yeah, and we'll fly you to yeah. fucking Vegas to yep. do it or we'll fly you to Dublin yeah and look you know? this fight made him stand out amongst the fan base in America as well because yep. I mean looking mm-hmm. online and they were very impressed which is the best way to get those fights as you say well yeah he's on a four fight win streak which is you know yeah. granted Tavares, Hester and Rose they're not uh, championship contenders but he's finished. Uh, he's finished. Uh, he's finished Hester and Tavares. He's finished. Rhodes went to decision. Yeah. Um, and this one went to decision, which is probably the only. If if you're going to win, decision's probably the worst way. But you still won, just, so like that. Know. Just quietly, Steve Percival's done three of his last four fights as well. But I mean, yeah. that, that's what happens when you you're, fight you're fighting out of Australia. Yeah. Also, he's three and zero in middleweight division. Yep. So. Um, it's a it's a great win for his career and can really yep. set him up. And he's got but, that belief as well. Yeah, which it, you have to have. Um, geez, uh, I, I hope that um, he gets the 
gradual build. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, they're not going to get too excited because he's a star. Exactly. So that's why I think we'll actually work in his favour. Yep. The other thing is too, out of 19 fights, only five have gone to, gone to decision. So well, he gets results. Yep. Yeah. And if, uh, again, if I'm Dana White, I want a guy that'll either finish or get knocked <laughs> the fuck out. Stop fucking strippers. <laughs> Hold your fucking tongue. Allegedly. <laughs> and your dick. <laughs> Look at the bloke. You really think he's going to be you know, picking up faithful. randoms. <laughs> faithful that too. He's as faithful as, as his options. His options have never been better. Yes, it's true. And you're hanging around the Fertitas, so. <laughs> I mean, they pretty much own Vegas. Um, but yeah, very enjoyable card. Yeah. Um, it's uh, interesting, the uh, $5,000 plastic seats. Yeah. <laughs> Not very many people I heard were happy. Um, no. Uh, with those. And the atmosphere, a lot of people, you know, bought seats just to say they're there for the atmosphere. Yep. At, it was very, very quiet or polite, yeah. yep. as they called it. Which I'm not surprising because that's what you know. It's, six, it's a long fucking card. Exactly. But and I do think a lot of the people turned up to see Rousey, and they are casual fans. Yep. And look, nothing yeah. wrong with casual fans. You've got to be a casual fan before you can be a hardcore, hardcore yeah. fan. Yeah. But um, they were watching something they didn't quite understand, and they're like, "I'm just here for the main event." It's like the warm-up game when you've gone to a, you know international cricket level or an AFL match. You kind of. A- Involved, but not really. You yeah, know? it's the, the trick is to try and keep them. Um, you know, Rousey's obviously brought them through yeah. the door, um, <laughs> and, and now she got knocked the fuck out. Because what I found was that, especially with Etihad Stadium, like Melbourne, they know Etihad Stadium inside out. It, mm-hmm. it hosts everything because it's got a roof, whereas the MCG doesn't. So yep. for things like concerts, um, grand finals, or things where you do not weather cannot happen, yep. it's always Etihad. So everyone mm. just about has been to Etihad. And you know what seats will get you what views. And with that, you generally know what, what, what seats are worth what. Yep. And so when you're paying 100 bucks for level three, no one in Melbourne, I can guarantee, no one in Melbourne was on those level threes. Not <laughs> uh, Even the front row of level three was more than that. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yep. back at level three, people yep. are, people know that that's on $110 seat. Yeah, and no one's going to go go watch that. because And like we're talking about the casual fans and sort of a bit more intense fans, I, I sort of compare it to F1 because I'm an F1 nut. And that I've been to the F1 races, but if you're a huge F1 fan, you can't follow the race at the yep. track because you just no. can't see enough. So the best the best view you get is by going staying at home and watching on TV, which I think UFC is the same. Or in one of those massive fucking corporate yeah, tents exactly. where yeah. you can watch it on the big screen. Exactly. If yep. I had 10 grand, I'd totally do it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think when the UFC comes back, when they come back to Melbourne, because it's not an F, I don't, oh, think, I don't think Eddie had the right choice for them. No. I think yeah. they'll go to Rod later. Depends yep. on the fight. I, I I don't think there's going to be a bigger fight than what we just saw. Okay, Rousey's their biggest draw. Yeah, um, exactly. So I don't think they could put, let's say, the heavyweight belt on the line, or even fucking John Jones um, yep. in there. I still don't think they're going to get sixty thousand, and I don't think they'll get fifty five no. again. See, if they priced it right, they would. Maybe. See, here's what I think. I uh, had a thought about it, and I mean, I fucking talked, thought. Well, it's a big word, but you know, <laughs> it crossed my mind. We were talking about it before. Um, where AFL have announced they're going to have a complete buy in round yeah. 24, per se, yeah. which is obviously not going to be round 24. It's going to be between round 23 That's and the finals. Last week of August. Yeah. That's the time that you need to get Eddie out of stadium and put on the UFC if you're going to sell it out. Yeah. But... Sorry. No, no, keep going. Keep going. Um, Shane Tuck will get a, get a roll? No. No. <laughs> um, so what you have to... Hang on. Um, what you have to do is make sure you can advertise that, obviously, for that... Hang on. It, just don't talk for a second so I can keep my train of thought. 
So what you need to do is you need to have that that weekend for the UFC because there's no sport on when we're being sort of we're gearing up for sport. Like that's the point where everyone's hungry for exactly, it. Exactly, it's all happening. So with level three, instead of selling it, use that as your promotionals. Where I just give them to the footy clubs because yep. they're the ones. They're that's the the league that everyone's watching at the moment. Yeah. So the players aren't going to be the ones taking the tickets, but you give it to your members. You can say, hey, you buy a membership between X and Y, and you get a free ticket to UFC or something like that. Yep. You're in the nosebleeds. And but, so if it's free, they're definitely going to go. And you're going to get that full crowd there, and it's going to have that extra atmosphere, and you're going to get the AFL doing half a promotion for you. Um, it works both ways, and especially it works if uh, AFL is planning on taking over Etihad sooner rather than later. Yeah, but what I thought about, if there was contractual disputes with Etihad, all you have to do is go through Crown. Crown yeah. run fucking Victoria. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. Like, Crown run Victoria. There's no ifs, buts, or maybes. Yeah, of So you, you team up, and Dana bets a fuck ton of money over gaming tables. That's why I always said how to get the USC out here is get Crown to do it. Exactly. Um, that's, that's a, I was saying... The only problem with it is I think that even though there's no football on that weekend, the AFL has the... Option. The option. Yeah. Uh, and they have booked Eddie yep. Stadium, so no nothing else can happen yeah. during football season. Yep. Um, so that'll fuck it up. It's, all, they've, they've, it's all dollars and cents, though. Yeah. Like UFC yeah. can throw money at the AFL, whereas the A League can't. Yeah, because they've had. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Concerts in that uh, midweek during the AFL, and they've had an AFL game on that weekend, and the ground's been fucking destroyed. Mm, like yeah. last time ACDC came out here, that ACDC concert, the Foo Fighters were playing there as well. Uh, not this last time they came out, but, but that was—I've got a feeling though. Wasn't that the preseason? Could have been. Could have been. Yeah, so I think during the year, nothing. Yeah, I can't say that for sure. Yeah, could have been preseason. It's still alpha level event though. Like uh, A League yeah. in Australia, it, yeah. it's not top fight. Even yeah. um, even the Asian Cup. It's not uh, yeah. not as well attended as AFL week in week out. Yeah, um, they'll peak crowd and have a, a massive yeah. massive uh, crowd for those massive games. But week I, in week out, it's just not there. I just don't think they'll get fifty five again at nope. any had for the UFC. I think not at that price point. What you need to yeah, do that's is the, big get... thing, the price point. If uh, if they'd have had said all, right, all level three, if you've got an AFL membership, it's you know sixty percent off. You'd probably go. You'd be like, well, fuck it. To get it at home is sixty bucks. Yeah. If I'm buying legally through main event. I was going to say, you know how the NRL have had a few of their people become uh, fighters in boxing cards, yep. undercards? What they need is some of the Liverpool players to take up <laughs> mixed martial arts. <laughs> they will sell the fuck out of the MCG, Eddie had yeah. they'll have a yeah, viewing yeah. party at Crown, it'll all be sold out. Yeah, they can do it. Um, all right, I think that's about uh, covered it for this episode of AFL slash VFL. Um, slash cricket. I didn't mean slash... VFL, I meant UFC. We covered VFL though. <laughs> yeah. We did. Um, all right, that'll probably do us. That's two hours yeah yeah we'll see you next tuesday peace 
The best way to give someone a gift they'll never forget is to give a gift they'll always use. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age, like their iconic full zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. And a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. But American Giant makes a lot more than just hoodies. They have impossibly comfy sweaters, classic t-shirts, soft structured sweatpants, even classic everyday denim, all made right here in the USA with a quality you'll have to feel to believe. Be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code GRATEFULAG23.